This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week, we are talking all about the benefits of being humble and how you can be humble without underselling yourself or playing small. Okay, David, let's start with some definitions. What exactly is being humble? What does a humble person do? Well, it's very interesting being a Taoist because... A lot of people approach me when they're trying to understand Taoism more and now give me this word humble and I understand it's a translation from Taoist teachings. I, I think like with all when you're trying to translate the, chi- the Chinese words, we can use different words. For me, another better word than being humble would to be flexible. But I can quite happily talk about and address the word humble. The the Taoists would see this as a better way to be than being arrogant. To be arrogant means you know all the answers, you know what you always know what's best, you know better than anyone else. A Taoist would look at this and say, I don't know all the answers. It's it's okay to um say, I don't know the answer to that, but I will go and find it. And that would be their understanding of what being humble is. But I think in our language, we see humble as something like we're going to be a doormat and people are going to walk over us, they're going to dominate us. And that's definitely not what we mean from a Taoist perception of being humble. And so a lot of people, when they think about being humble, they relate it to being humble about, say, our achievements and not kind of boasting and pushing ourselves forward to uh, so, what would a Taoist do with regard to, you know, achie- achievements or successes? Or how would a Taoist be about that? So that's exactly what I'm saying. I can understand the, tra- the translation. So in the Taoist teaching, yes, you don't be boastful. That's the last thing you be. Because your achievements are just so solely your achievements. It has no benefit from imposing your achievements or your lack of achievements onto someone else. So that's what I said. It's a very interesting word and one that I think will give us an interesting discussion for 10 minutes. It's definitely for a Taoist. You don't go, oh, look at me. You know, I've just done this and I've achieved this and I've reached this level. That's not what a Taoist would do because that's your personal journey. And one of the things that you do is if you build yourself up, a Taoist would think, you know what's going to come next? the pendulum. So the Taoist would just be the best that they could be, doing the best that they would want. One of the teachings I really like the translation is, be the best that you can be, not the best in the world. So David, I guess that we need, I'm getting a strong sense that we need to disengage from <clears throat> our ego or our inner child who likes comparing likes being king of the heap, likes having high status in order to be humble. 
Well, I don't like to bring all our videos back onto the inner child, Alex, but this is exactly right. I was trying to steer away from it, but it's almost the opposite of what the inner child wants. Because if you mention the word humble, you can see people kind of puff up and they say, oh, well, people will just walk all over you and, and trample you down and you just become a doormat and you'll become the last in the queue. And that's definitely not what being humble means. Being humble means that you're on your journey. You do not boast. That would be, that's a great teaching. There's nothing to boast about because what are you boasting? Why do you need to boast to some, to someone else? If you've set an achievement or set an intention and you've reached that intention, that's something that you've done. It doesn't interfere with, with, with anyone else. But as you quite rightly said, the inner child part of our mind wants everybody to know that we've achieved it and wants everybody to know, well, I'm better than you and you're be- I'm, you know, I've achieved it quicker than you've achieved it. And I guess following <clears throat> on from that, David, if we are um, in the mode of wanting to seek external validation and approval in order to know we are good enough, we can't possibly be humble because... Uh, to work the system of wanting external approval, we have to shout about our achievements. We have to strive for other people to admire us. And and it kind of runs counter to being humble. It does. And so you're starting to understand the meaning of the word now. You see, it's not exactly how we describe the word humble. And you're absolutely right. If you know without a shadow of a doubt that you have intrinsic, you have inherent, innate value and worth that I call Shen. And everybody else has, so nobody can be higher than you or better than you or worse than you. There's no hierarchical system going on. There really is nothing to shout about because someone may have achieved something quicker than you've achieved it, but that's just their journey. You may do the same to them. And so you move away from that hierarchical competitive way of thinking that mindset that the inner child I know most of our videos go on the inner child but that mindset that we've got is we've got to be the best we've got to be quicker we've got to do it well we've got to get external validation and approval that's not humble at all that's in a position of wanting and needing which is opposite to humble this this way of humble is means we're on our journey we're not trying to say that i'm better than you and i know more than you therefore i'm superior to you or inferior to you another way i just come into my mind and think about humble it goes against this word perfection See, if you're humble and there's the concept of perfection kind of doesn't mean anything because perfection is a perception. So my perception of perfection and your perception of perfection doesn't interfere with me because I'm just working on my journey. I'm not buying into your perceptions or your needs or your wants. So again, I think the word I would put with humble is also to be flexible, to be more adaptable, to be able to flow more, not to judge yourself or what we call in our model CCJ, compare, criticize and be judgmental. CCJ is almost the opposite of being humble. Yeah, yeah. And the, that comparing, criticizing and judging, if we buy into that mm. system, which is the counter opposite of the humble mindset, 
that the CCJ mindset is a very corrosive, self-destructive mindset. So that in itself tells me, wow, you know, being more humble, being more accepting of that we are not perfect, that there is no need to compare, there's no need to enforce a hierarchy of I'm better than them or they're better than me or they're worse than me. I'm playing that inner ego game. Being humble means none of that has any power and that you are, yes, you, we, I guess we can be satisfied that we've uh, we've we've made an achievement. We've learned something new. Uh, we, we've produced something, and so we can have a sense of self satisfaction. It doesn't mean that we have to downplay ourselves to ourselves or other people. We can still have an inner confidence and be humble. Well, well, that inner confidence. Remember, confidence is a description of the, of the, of an emotion. So that inner confidence that you're talking about is absolutely right. That when you're on your path and you're following your journey, which will twist and turns, and you're learning from any mistakes, that's a very kind of a humbling experience because you're open and you're flexible. You're okay for somebody to meet somebody who knows more about you than a sub on a subject you're almost humble and willing to learn that's one of the things that I got when from all my travels in China when you when you go to China and you work with the monks they're not boasting or they're not above you or they don't want to put themselves superior you almost have to go to them and to ask them many people ask me they they write into me and say David I, I'm quite interested in in knowing more about Taoism. Uh, but I can't find, I can find plenty of things on Buddhism and temples and places to go, but I don't find much about Taoism. And that's absolutely right about being humble. You have to go and find it. Taoism yeah. won't come and push themselves down onto you. You have to ask me a question like you have about Taoism. <laughs> I won't say, oh, well, the Taoists think this and the Taoists think that, and you must follow the Taoists. The Taoists will give you that Wu Wei, that central approach. So when you're talking, when when I'm talking to a master, they don't sit there and say, well, I know better than you and this is what you should be doing. They will never say that. They will never say, this is what you should do. You should follow these rules. They would be saying, is that balance for you? It's like what I'm saying is on the video. What do you believe? Why do you believe it? So they would say, oh, that's interesting. So if you said something like, I can't think of something. I think it should be like this. The Taoist master would not say, no, it shouldn't be like that. They would say, oh, that's interesting. Why do you think it should be like that? You see what they're saying? They don't say, well, I disagree with you. It should be like this. And now we have an argument. They would come at it from a humble point of view. That they they would go, I'm just smiling because I remember my master. When I used to say things, he looked puzzled and he'd put his head to one side and he'd say, and he's broken. We had this funny language, half Chinese and half like English. That we put his head to one side and say, "So why do you think that?" And he just sit quiet, wanting me to explain why I thought that. And that can be very powerful because then, when you have to explain why you think something, yeah. rather than just saying, "Well, I think it should be like this." See, that's very inner child, very arrogant. I think things should be like this. I think the future should be like this. 
and somebody saying, no, it can't be like that, then you enter into this fight. The Taoist way is to be humble and say, oh, so why do you think it should be like that? And that, and that allows that development of your idea. And I think <clears throat> from what you said, David, having a humble, open, flexible, non-ego-driven mindset allows it creates fertile ground for learning and personal growth and personal transformation and raising our awareness of all the opportunities all the the answers all the solutions out there by contrast a kind of more ego driven inner child fear driven mindset which is seeking validation and status it closes us off it's not such fertile ground Exactly, and you use the word there, which we haven't used yet, and it's very important for a Taoist, status. So the idea of status is, uh, doesn't even make sense. Being humble, the idea of status, well, I'm, I'm more status than you, it doesn't even make sense. And what I try my best to do is to put these complicated teachings over in a way that would make sense in the environment that we live in, as in the West. So the best way to talk about being humble is when I say, do not CCJ, do not criticize, do not judge, do not compare, do not do that for yourself or to to anyone else. I say it that way because that makes you think, and then we develop the subject. How does criticizing, being judgmental, comparing ever help you or anyone else, because now you've moved away from this idea of being flexible, humble, learning, being open to new learning, being open, being being like fertile, as you said, is a great example. You can't because you've already got this fixed, rigid. rigid. That was something else I was, I was going to say. The Taoists would call that way of thinking rigid, mm-hmm. set. They would see humble as being more adaptable, more flexible, more open, more willing to learn. More way. More, yeah, <laughs> more, more way, more. So if somebody comes to you and say, I think this, I think this is wrong, rather than saying, no, you say, oh, so why do you think it's wrong? Again, when I'm giving you this teaching in the other videos, I'm always saying, what do you believe? Why do you believe it? See, that's very humble. Not saying, well, I believe this. I believe it should be that way. You can keep on running off your beliefs until the end of the day. The real question is, why do you believe it? So the three lies, I'll give you the example that we talk about on all of our teachings. I'm not good enough. Why do you believe you're not good enough? Where did that belief generate from? Were you born not good enough? Well, that goes against Shen now. Do you believe, where did you get that belief? I can't cope. Why do you believe you can't cope? Well, I can give you all the evidence that you've always coped. I'm unlovable. Why do you believe you're unlovable? And that why is what I would describe as the humbleness, the willing to learn, the willing to look at the bigger picture, the willing to look at the holistic, the more general idea. Where do these ideas come from? I know I've got the idea, But where do they come from? And David, I can see as you talk about that, it's like we talked about this idea of being humble creates fertile ground in our mind for discovery, for flexibility. But it also seems to be creating fertile ground for 
self empathy and empathy for other people and greater sensitivity to ourselves and greater sensitivity to other people. By contrast, the ego is very much, no, this is the way I am. This is the way you are. This is a fact. And this is all very rigid. You're absolutely spot on again, Alex. That's a great teaching because so many of my clients, I even had one today who wrote to me and said, I'm so frustrated with this work, you see? I'm so frustrated I can't get it right. But if you're humble, that idea, I would say, okay, so what is it you can't quite yet understand? What is it you're still having some difficulty with? That's the humble approach. I'm frustrated. I should get this. I've been trying to get this now for two weeks. I've been watching your videos. I've been listening to your tapes. I still can't get it. You see that, that, rigid, that rigidity? And rather than saying, okay, well, let's find out what is it that you can't get? And let's find out why you can't get it. What is the sticking point here? And as you said, that's much more compassionate, more understanding, more gentle, more flexible, and you're moving away from this rigidity. And again, that's what humbleness means from a Taoist. This flow, this being in Wu Wei, this flexibility. There's a great verse in the Tao Te Ching that says something about when you're rigid, it talks about a tree and when you're in a storm. The tree that gets broken, the branches, and gets blown down first is the rigid tree, the big old oak tree that's rigid and solid. The tree that gets away with it is the bamboo that bends, that flows. And that's how the Taoists would teach this idea of humility. The, the, the bamboo or the light grass doesn't say, hmm, I'm grass and I'm going to beat this wind. It just bends, lets the wind pass, then comes back to normal and comes back to the way, the way, the Tao, the way it should be, living your path. And so think about this idea. And you may not like the word humble, and I'm quite happy with that. And perhaps put humble slash flexible and then start to think through this way of how do you live your life? Do you think you always know better? Do you think you're always right? Do you see the inner child likes this idea of being right and wrong? Do you think you're always right? Could you learn something? Are you open to learn something? Are you willing to learn something? Are you happy to hear other people's point of view and why they come to that point of view? And I think that's the idea, the concept of being humble from a Taoist perception. Thank you, David. And I think really this teaching of humbleness very much taps into uh, the teachings and the principles we talk about related to our Shen, our spiritual self, our wise, authentic self. And I will put a link in the show notes to our Shen teaching playlist so you can enjoy all those wonderful teachings. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. 
Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.